0: Hello, I'm Joanne Diaz, an English professor at Illinois Wesleyan University.
1: And I'm Abram Van Ingen, an English professor at Washington University in St. Louis.
0: And this is Poetry for All.
1: This podcast is for those who already love poetry and for those who know very little about it.
0: In this podcast, we'll read a poem, discuss it, learn from it, and then read it one more time.
1: Today, we're reading a poem by Alberto Rios called When Giving is All We Have.
0: Alberto Rios is the author of many poetry collections and the inaugural State Poet Laureate of Arizona. He has received the Walt Whitman Award and fellowships from the Guggenheim Foundation and the National Endowment for the Arts. He served as Chancellor of the American Academy of Poets from 2014 to 2020.
1: And before we read the poem, I think it's worth reading what Alberto Rios has to say about this poem. He says, this is a poem of thanks to those who live lives of service, which I think includes all of us, from the large measure to the smallest gesture, from caregiving to volunteerism to being an audience member or a reader. I've been able to offer these words to many groups, not only as a poem, but also as a recognition. We give for so many reasons and are bettered by it. Joanne, would you read this poem for us?
0: Absolutely. When Giving is All We Have by Alberto Rios One river gives its journey to the next We give because someone gave to us We give because nobody gave to us We give because giving has changed us We give because giving could have changed us We have been better for it. We have been wounded by it. Giving has many faces. It is loud and quiet, big, though small, diamond in wood nails. Its story is old, the plot worn, and the pages, too, but we read this book anyway, over and again. Giving is, first and every time, hand to hand, mine to yours, yours to mine. You gave me blue, and I gave you yellow. Together, we are simple green. You gave me what you did not have, and I gave you what I had to give. Together, we made something greater from the difference.
1: That's beautiful.
0: I know. I love this poem. I love how the first time you read it or hear it, the language feels accessible. It feels like each sentence is approachable and it's open to anyone who wants to listen. It doesn't feel like it's saying something that's impossible for me to understand the first time. And yet, the longer I sit with it, the more complex it becomes. Do you feel that way too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, maybe one way to just break down the kind of movements of this poem in order to get into those layers that it has is just to think about the basic structure. It's made up of couplets all the way through until the very end. The last line stands by itself. And we can come back to that ending in just a moment. But then it also is a poem that basically has three movements to it. So the first three couplets are about why we give. The middle of this poem is is sort of definitional. It's about what giving really is. Uh, And then the end of this poem is more about the results of giving or the consequences of giving, what comes out of it. When you think about the structure of this poem as well, I mean, I know you and I were talking about this poem before, and you you said you saw a sort of inverted triangle as well in this poem. So can you say a bit more about that?
0: If you notice the first half of the poem the poetic speaker is talking about a we, a collective voice. We give because someone gave to us. We give because nobody gave to us. So those first several lines begin with we and end with us. And as it goes down the page, we, we. Um, and then it starts to narrow its focus from these broad observations and meditations on what we do collectively with giving and then it narrows in at around line 13 with this sentence that really interests me giving is first and every time hand to hand mine to yours yours to mine so it starts off real big and then as the poem goes narrows in on this I-you relationship. It really heats up and it really helps me think about giving as a very unique kind of transaction.
1: Yeah, and it's particular too. It's you and me and it's hand to hand. There's one of those images that comes to mind that's very personal. There is a reason why he is going through all the variables of giving. We give because someone gave to us. We give because nobody gave to us. And so he's laying out all these broad statements at the at the beginning, which then in the end is going to come down to this particular hand and that particular hand. This hand gives to that hand.
0: I love what you're saying, because as I hear you read those lines, I start to think about the nuances of what uh, Alberto Rios is setting up. So we give because someone gave to us. That sets up a kind of cause effect thing. If I've been given to in the past, that makes me want to give to someone else. But then the next line says we give because nobody gave to us. I have to say, I think of my father every time I read that line because um, he was someone who grew up with nothing and very little was given to him, uh, but he is the most generous person I know, and he will give to anybody who asks for help. And, it is, and he is very aware that it is precisely because he was given so little that he wants to give so much. And so I feel like that second line of the poem, we give because nobody gave to us, I feel like that is a very accurate line.
1: What's noticeable to me too, is that he is in a certain sense, it's a capacious poem. So just as you can find your father there in the second line, I think so many people can find someone they know in a particular line of this poem. We give because giving has changed us and, and someone will come to mind. We give because giving could have changed us. We have been better for it. We have been wounded by it. And so in a certain sense, he is bringing together all these ways and persons and means and and moments of giving to try to be as capacious as possible there at the beginning.
0: And then uh, what you say is all true. And then he narrows in on a couple of really key, vivid, specific images that feel initially quite strange, but then are kind of magnificent. So for example... I love this sentence, giving has many faces. It is loud and quiet, big though small, diamond in wood nails. I've never heard such a thing before. It's wonderful. (laughs) And I I just don't know what that could even mean. What does that mean?
1: Yeah. So uh, this also threw me for a loop. I didn't know diamond in wood nails. I sort (laughs) of thought, what is that exactly? Exactly. Uh, but happily, I have a friend who is a woodworker and an artist, and so I, I wrote him. So what what comes to mind when you see this line? Uh, and I just thought I would read this back to you because I, I think it's beautiful. This is from uh, John Serra for me. He says, I suspect that it refers to old cut nails, which are squarish. Once driven in, the head has a sort of diamond shape, and it's often brightened by the impact of the hammer. Other types of nails have more purposefully diamond-like or faceted heads as a decorative or defensive element, as with old door construction. So I think the poet was looking beyond the function of the nail as a fastener and towards its aesthetic impact, that part which is so often present and ignored, to reinvest it with a surprise of meaning and beauty. You know, what stands out to me in that description is that this diamond-headed, uh, these diamond heads on the nails are more than utilitarian. They go beyond the simply rational or the simply necessary or the simply practical. And I think that's getting at all of these transactions of giving. They're more than utilitarian. They're more than practical. Something is in excess of the transaction itself.
0: Oh, that helps me understand then why that image is there, because it it sounds like a couple of things are happening, that we're going beyond the utility or the need of giving And we're also, I love what your friend said about um, how the nail is often brightened by the impact of the hammer. It makes me think about perhaps the labor and the thought and care that go into gift giving, sometimes uh, the labor that we'll never see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very beautiful.
1: Yeah. And... and There's not that many images in this poem, so this one stands out because there's basically this image, the image in the next couplet is of an old book that is read and reread and reread, and then that third image of of two hands, one hand to this hand. Uh, And other than that, there's not very many concrete images in this poem. It's really a poem more about the statements itself and how they move from beginning to end.
0: It is. And even as I hear you say that, I go back to that line that we just talked about a few minutes ago, that hand-to-hand line. Giving is first and every time, hand-to-hand, mine to yours, yours to mine. You gave me blue and I gave you yellow. Together we are simple green. I don't know if I would be able to access those lines in the same way as I do now that I hear you read uh, Alberto Rios's, uh, what he says about this poem, that the people who give in this poem, they could be service workers, they could be volunteers, but they could be members of an audience. They could be readers, listeners, uh, writers. So it, it helps me think about the transaction that occurs between a poet or artist and the audience, and how something is something new is created by virtue of the audience just listening and being present. And I think that's kind of awesome.
1: What's great to me about that is we give what we have to give. Poets have words to give. An audience has attention to give. But each of us has a certain thing to give. And we also give beyond what we have to give. So that just flows mm. nicely into the end where it says, you gave me what you did not have. And mm. I gave you what I had to give. Together we made something greater from the difference. And, you know, the author's intention in a poem and the reader's perception of a poem are never always going to be exactly the same. Mm. There's a difference mm-hmm. between the two. And yet something greater is created out of that difference, out of the what the author is trying to convey, what a reader is perceiving, the gap there is actually a, a, a space for creativity, for something new to come into being. And so together we made something greater from the difference. On the one hand, that, just refers, that can just refer to reading and writing and the, and the processes of poetry itself. But of course, it goes way beyond that as well to all these acts of giving and receiving.
0: You know, uh, I only met Alberto Rios once many years ago at the Breadloaf Writers Conference, and I saw him give a craft workshop and a poetry reading. And so I had the opportunity to see him not just share his wonderful poems, but also to share his pedagogical expertise. And it interests me how much teaching is like sharing a poem, you know, as a poet, right? Because when he was in that craft workshop, the energy that he created Mm. and shared with us as students, um, it was like the knowledge sort of hung in the air between and among all of us. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very helpful to think about that as a kind of gift as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And it seems... Seems like that's something that is a very much a part of his sensibility, which I respect and appreciate a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think too, you know, when I read those last lines, "You gave me what you did not have," these are kind of hard lines, and hard in two senses: hard mm. to figure out exactly what he's saying, but also hard in the sense that giving is not always an easy thing; it's not always a cheerful thing. As we were talking about before, it can be laborious, it can be difficult, mm. it can be painful. You gave me what you did not have, and I gave you what I had to give. When I read that, what occurs to me is uh, a sort of scriptural background. And I'm just going to read this from Luke 21 because I feel like this helps me make sense of those lines. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is called The Widow's Offering. Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. He also saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. He said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For they all offered their gifts out of their wealth. But she, out of her poverty, put in everything she had to live on. And I, and I feel like that is the sort of ethos behind this poem. We give everything. Uh, we give even when we need it. We don't just give out of abundance. We give beyond our abundance. We give out of our essentials. We give everything we have to live on. So that, that's happening. He's noticing that happening all around him. Hmm. that's this sort of gift economy that doesn't make any sense. In a certain sense, it's sort of, at the end there, it's sort of saying zero <laughs> plus zero equals something in the end. Yes, You yes. give what you didn't have to give. You gave beyond what you had to give. I gave yeah. whatever I had to give. Uh, and together, something new, something greater came out of the difference.
0: Hmm, that's great. With all of this in mind, I'd love to hear the poem again, Abram.
1: Absolutely. When Giving is All We Have by Alberto Rios One river gives its journey to the next. We give because someone gave to us. We give because nobody gave to us. We give because giving has changed us. We give because giving could have changed us. We have been better for it. We have been wounded by it. Giving has many faces. It is loud and quiet, big though small, diamond in wood nails. Its story is old, the plot worn and the pages too, but we read this book anyway, over and again. Giving is, first and every time, hand to hand, mine to yours, yours to mine. You gave me blue, and I gave you yellow. Together, We are simple green you gave me what you did not have and i gave you what i had to give together we made something greater from the difference
0: so good thank you beautiful poem uh thank you to copper canyon press for granting us permission to read this poem which appears in a small story about the sky by alberto rios
1: Thank you for listening, and please remember to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.